welcome to another episode of the Mind Body Life podcast. My name's Emily and I work as a mind and movement coach, helping people to improve how they feel in their mind, body and life. And this podcast is an extension of the work that I do with my clients because I wanted to offer a way of helping more people. This is my chance to share tips, tools and thoughts with you on improving your health and happiness. But what's important with this podcast and the work that I do is I help people to look at their health and happiness through a 360 lens. So we look at the different areas in your life to help you make positive changes overall. Because how we feel in our minds impacts how we feel in our bodies and our lives. And how we feel in our lives and our bodies is going to impact our minds. Everything is interconnected. So I believe as a coach, it's so important to look at mind, body and life and to see what good, small, incremental changes we can make in those areas to help you feel better as a whole person. So that's a little bit about my work and the podcast. I am a qualified NLP practitioner and personal trainer And I work with people one-to-one in person and online as well. So if you're interested to hear more, then do get connected with me and all my information is in the show notes as well. So today's episode of the podcast, we're going to be talking more about how to manage your energy. The reason why I wanted to talk about this today is because I delivered a workshop yesterday and this was a question that was coming up a lot with what I was trying to support the group with. The workshop was about having a good well-being while working and well-being while working can be very challenging and maybe I'll do another episode on just that topic but what was coming up was the difficulty around managing our energy levels and I was talking through ways in which we could do that in the workshop with this group that I'm, I, was, I was holding space for And I thought, you know what, it'd be good to do a short podcast on this to help you consider how you're managing your own energy. So the first thing to share with you before we dive into the how-to is to talk about energy like a currency. So imagining energy is like money, to be spent and to be saved wisely. Not here to judge your, your spending habits, but we need to see our energy like we see money. So we need to spend it appropriately and try to save as much as we possibly can. Much like saving money, this is a hard task to be consistent with. Our energy ebbs and flows. Sometimes what happens is we give too much of our energy away, our currency away, and we then go, oh, I shouldn't have given that much away or I shouldn't have spent that much energy. And then we feel depleted, we feel in debt to carry on that kind of analogy with money and we need to then recover and try and find other ways to get that energy back quickly. But often we find ourselves feeling exhausted and not knowing what to do either. So sometimes we give too much of ourselves away and we overspend basically. So it's quite important that we think about energy as something we spend and save that's kind of what I'm getting at here. So hopefully this podcast is going to help you to check in on exactly that question. How are you spending your energy? So let's dive into how to manage your energy. So I'm going to take you through some really helpful ways to think about this, some tips and tools and thoughts so that you can manage yours better. 
So first off, it's about trying to do the basics well. Now, this is something I've talked about a little bit more and we'll do a whole podcast on this as well. I love how I'm coming up with my ideas for my podcast as we speak. Anyway, doing the basics well, what do I mean by that? Well, what are you consuming in your nutrition? Are you trying your best to eat a healthy, balanced uh, diet? When I say diet, I don't mean restriction here. I mean healthy, balanced diet where you are eating good, healthy foods. Are you doing that? Just checking in. And are you doing that on like 80% to 90% of the time? So not 100% here, like we don't need to be perfectionists. So checking on that. Check in as well if you're drinking enough water. Now this can sound ridiculous sometimes and a bit patronising, but hear me out. As human beings, we need to be drinking a lot of water. Most of our body cells are made up of water, so it's obviously important that we're getting enough. As a guide, what I like to say to my clients is for every 1,000 calories you're consuming, you need to be having one litre of water. So of course, this is not about me talking about calories in any restrictive sense. I'm just using it as a reference to energy. So maybe just check in there. You know, if you're consuming over 2000 calories, which I fully recommend, then you need to be consuming over two liters of water a day. Now we're not here to pressurize you. We're just here to give you the facts and to help you check in. So just check in with those basics. Are you getting enough good food and, and enough water each day? and try your best to do that. Maybe have a big bottle on your desk, have reminders, all this good stuff can help. The other thing around doing the basics well is checking in on your sleep and not just the quantity of your sleep, but the quality of your sleep too. How many hours are you getting, but what is the quality of that sleep? Are you waking up feeling sluggish and exhausted or are you waking up feeling refreshed? Of course, we want the latter. So check in. What's the quality of your sleep like? And are there anything there that you need to maybe just check in and improve upon? So there are a few of the basic things to just cover off and check in. Next, I think it's important we discuss how we manage our stress levels because when we're stressed, we overthink. And when we're stressed, we put extra pressure on our body. Our body is working so much harder And it's not getting enough rest. And obviously that rest is very, very important for the body to restore and replenish and repair. So if we are very stressed, we're going to tire out our entire body and our brain. So it's obviously important that we try our best to manage our stress levels. Now, there are lots of ways in which you can manage your stress. The ways in which I would recommend you do this is tapping into practices daily like mindfulness, yoga practices and breathwork practices too. And we're not going to go into the details of that today, but if you're doing one of those things every single day, then you're going to hopefully be able to lower down your breathing rate, lower down your heart rate and actually calm the body physically and the brain mentally in order to let it rest and recover and tap into something called the parasympathetic nervous system, which is gonna allow your body to, as I say, rest and digest, something we struggle to activate. But if you can do mindfulness, a bit of yoga, and some breath work, any one of those each day, that will significantly help you. There are other ways in which we can manage our stress, 
but that's where I kind of guide you to begin. The next one to think about when managing your energy is trying to let go of negativity. And this is very hard, so what can we do? We can try to cultivate a kinder mindset. So something I talk about a lot here and on my Instagram is trying to give yourself encouraging words. Because if we have a voice in our heads that's constantly going on at us, being negative and critical, that's gonna really exhaust us and tire us out. So can you try to pause and catch those words that come into your mind and offer a more encouraging, empowering statement? What we say to ourselves really impacts how we feel and our energy. So try to cultivate a kinder mindset. Next one, can you do a little energy audit? So what do I mean by that? Well, I was saying in the workshop yesterday to somebody who asked me this question, they said, how do I actually like keep track of this? How do I notice this? How do I have time for this? Of course, it's hard to make the time to actually audit your energy and check in on where you're spending it. But obviously, if you feel exhausted, it's important to assess it. Obviously, take it slowly, but here are a few thoughts. Can you write down what an average day looks like for you? And can you write down all the activities in that day and start to think, right, where is my energy being depleted here? What is taking away my energy? And what is giving me energy in my day? We're not here to just have stuff that gives us energy because of course we live, we're humans, we live in a modern world that takes our energy away, but we're just here to raise your awareness to it. So check in, notice what and who takes your energy away and set boundaries with those things. Try to do them less, try to reduce them. Then notice what or who as well gives you energy, who makes you feel good, comfortable, at ease, and also makes you maybe feel upbeat and even more energized than your kind of baseline state. So what and who is really important to delve into here. And can you do any more of those things? And if you're looking at the day going, oh wow, like nothing or nobody is giving me energy in my day, try to think about what used to give you energy, maybe as a kid even. Was it movement, playing outside, music, having breaks, not being on the screen? What was it? Have a think and try and tune into those past things to help you out. So try to assess your energy And then also try and keep a little bit of a track of it as well. Something I said yesterday is if you use a kind of electronic calendar in your computers or phones and you schedule things in, can you make a little note next to that appointment of how it made you feel and then come back to it in a month's time to review if you can make any changes and just to see where you spent that energy and where you might want to put some energy saving time into that schedule for the next month ahead and that's something else to kind of check in on as well if you work for yourself or you you know you're employed can you build in energy saving time into the schedules you're building for work often we might get a project in and we schedule every single hour or the weeks and the schedules to get that project done and delivered I encourage you to like put in self-care time put in energy saving time for yourself. Imagine you need to turn the lights off in the house to save energy. You need to see that for the same with you. If you really want to track your energy even more, then you could even take a note of the times where you feel most energized 
and when you feel most exhausted or tired. And the reason I mentioned time is because we all have an ultra dying rhythm. And what I mean by this is this is kind of our power hour <laughs> in inverted commas. So can you just check in? When do I have most energy in the day? Because you're not going to have a constant level of energy. Tune into that question, focus on that time where you have most energy and do the tasks that require the most energy then, if you possibly can. On top of this, try to have breaks and have actual breaks too. So I mean disengaging from work, moving away from the space that you're in, maybe even moving away from the people that you're working near, unless they give you energy and they're a good laugh. Also, disengaging with technology and devices. And this is hard because when we have a break, you might want to jump online and have a little scroll, but instead opt for reading a book, going for a walk, sitting just with a cup of tea or coffee or whatever, just to chill and be. Hard, but really important to do. One more thing to kind of say on the working day or a day in general, but particularly while working, try to start setting yourself daily minimums that you'd be happy to do and daily maximums. Now that is the key one here. We need to make sure we're not overspending our energy. So if we go over the maximum that we can actually do mentally and physically, then we're gonna overspend our energy and get in debt. So checking in on what that maximum is for you. And please know this is going to take time for you to understand a bit more about because you're going to have to trial and error this. You're not gonna be having perfect energy from day one when you start to assess this. This is a long kind of process to be done over time with kindness and compassion towards yourself. It's not about quick fixes. But if you do start to do this, improvements will be made. So a few other thoughts before we close today. Got quite a few other things to share with you that are going to help you generally with your energy expenditure and saving it. So I've mentioned it already. I've mentioned breathing, but I mentioned it in the context of mindfulness and managing your stress and slowing the breathing down can really help to relieve that stress and tension and help you feel better. But breathing can also just have an impact on your energy anyway. So actually what I'm talking about here is how are you breathing? Taking a conscious breath there. (laughs) And again, I'm not going to go into the depths of this. This is something I support clients with. But are you breathing in through your nose more than through your mouth? If so, great. Nasal breathing is going to give you more energy than being a mouth breather. I highly recommend if you want to learn more about this, you read a book by James Nestor called Breath. But what I'm going to try to say to you is, if possible, can you make sure you're consciously breathing more through your nose? Because that is how we are meant to be breathing and that will give you more energy. There are other tips and tools and loads of evidence-based research in that book And I might even do a whole podcast on the breath just to help you out a little bit more too. That's four four podcasts idea in this one. (laughs) Anyway, so that's breathing. How are you breathing? Try to breathe in through your nose as much as you possibly can. It'll give you more energy and 
help you feel better day to day. The next one I'm going to talk about is movement. As a personal trainer and movement coach, I can't not talk about the power of movement and the importance of movement. Because when we move, we actually get energy. As humans, if we sit too long, we actually feel fatigued. We can even experience pain because of the aches. Our body needs to move. It was programmed and designed to move. And I don't mean move excessively or really intensively all the time. We have to move appropriately to obviously meet where we're at in our energy. So check in, can you move a little bit more throughout your day? If you sit down a lot for work, can you just take more regular breaks to stand, to walk? Just check in, can you incorporate more exercise and physical activity into your days? And one of the ways in which you could do this, which ties in nicely with the next tip, is getting outside a little bit more. So can you walk around the block near work or near your house just to get some fresh air, which will give you energy. And being outdoors and moving at the same time is a double whammy. Another reason to get yourself outdoors, moving on to sort of next idea of managing your energy and getting more, is if you can get outside first thing, you're gonna do wonders for your energy levels. You're gonna allow your body to naturally wake up because when the natural light hits our eyes, it signals to the brain, it's time to wake up, it's daytime, it alerts you, it, it releases chemicals in your body to make you feel awake and alert. So that's what we want. So there's so much power in getting outside, but especially first thing, so give that a go. Next up, when it comes to energy, I've mentioned it before, but it's just tuning into your digital well-being, the relationship you have with your tech and your devices, because they are energy sappers. I'm not here to say that they're negative, but we do look at screens so much more than our ancestors did in the past. And we need to really check in on that screen time because that is tiring out our eyes. So take regular breaks from your screens and your technology. Try to set boundaries around when you stop looking at your phone at nighttime and maybe try and have at least an hour or half an hour in the morning before you get your phone. Try to be intentional with this. I know it's hard to do, but just make sure you have some boundaries with your phone. And again, digital well-being is something that takes a long time to practice, but try and set up that tech to support you. Do not disturb and turn your notifications off. All this stuff is a great starting point. And you know what? Put your phone in a different room. I always say that. Just put it out of sight because then it's out of mind. And then notice how your energy improves as well. Remember, things like Instagram or even WhatsApp or messages, that is gonna make your brain go into this like overactive mode because you're basically opening up a door, especially on Instagram, to a thousand voices at once. So if you did that in reality and you opened a door every, I don't know, half an hour when you're having a little break and a scroll and you just heard all this noise and chatter, that would tire you out. So just check in on that as well. Now, the final two things I want to share with you are all about spending time with people who make you feel your best and spending time doing things that make you feel your best. Now, feeling your best is a hard thing to define. So maybe for this, tune into what makes you feel most nourished and most energized as well. 
So who are the people that you feel yourself around? That's the word we need. Who do you feel yourself around? Because if you feel yourself and you feel comfortable, then you're not going to expend as much energy. It's not as much effort. I'm not saying to avoid spending time with people that make you feel like you want to make an effort with them, but it's important you're comfortable. And again, there's lots of ways in which this can be impacted, but just tune in. Who are those people that make me feel like me? And try to spend more time with those people. Doesn't matter if you have to start saying no to the other people. That's hard, but it's important if you want more energy to set boundaries with the people that drain your energy as best as possible. Now, the final thing I want to say is do everything you can to rest, rest, rest. Something we often struggle to do in this 24-7 on world. But rest, even in moments throughout the day, even if it's active resting, just sitting quietly, is so important for your whole health, but especially your energy reserves too. So with everything I've said today, you're going to begin to cultivate a stronger connection between your mind and your body. And that in turn is going to improve how you feel day to day in your life. So the first step is to listen to the cues your body sends you and start to understand what it needs. Our body needs energy and we have the power to respect what it needs and help it to rest and restore, but also help it to go out in the world and get that energy from places in which makes it run and makes it move forwards, feeling good and making that journey as smooth as it possibly can, okay? So that is what we're trying to do, cultivate a nice mind-body connection without resistance. It's a hard thing to do and it's a challenge, but I really invite you to tune into everything I've shared today. And remember, most importantly, you're not a robot either. Your energy levels will fluctuate and this is all about trying to embrace the tiny things you can do to take better care of yourself. So I hope that you've enjoyed today's episode of the Mind Body Life podcast. If you want to delve into anything in more detail or ask me anything, then please do. My contact details are in the show notes and you can jump onto Instagram if you're there and give me a follow and we can have a chat further about things, especially energy if you want to. So I'm at Emily Brinnand on Instagram and as I say, all the important notes are in the show notes too. If you want to work with a coach, then I offer that support one-to-one online and in person if you're based in Manchester in the UK. And I would love to support you if this is something that you're struggling with right now in your life. But for now, I'll leave it there. And until next time, take care and be kind to your mind. 